fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. That's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Somebody took it. Somebody took it. <laughs> I have no idea My who that is. in here. Saturday, November 19, 2016, somebody took my cowbell. Broadcasting live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios today in Cowbellless, Salem, New Hampshire. We're back, and uh, the honeymoon is over, and we got the geek band back together. Not completely, but almost. Almost. Chuck is away, but uh, we're getting closer. Today, we're going to get pissed off and smoke not one, but two cigars from the care package while we critique people who critique cigars. They are new podcasters called The Ash Holes. We'll talk about that. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play or Podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our friends at Facebook Live, which it looks like everything's working. Okay. Knock on. Yes. Knock on. Yeah. Winking. Just like riding Work. a bicycle. Derek's winking. I'm winking. Saying like, I got this. I got, I got it. it. He might be saying he's digging on your package in those jeans. Though. Really? He could be. <laughs> I hope he not. He could be going in that direction. I hope not. Okay. So um, what do we got? We got um, Chuck is still away. Chuck is away this week. What do they got? The Patriots playing somewhere? Somewhere. Somewhere around here. Don't even know. Don't even know. No. Just taking it for granted that uh, things are okay with the Patriots. All right. We have uh, two from the care package this week. So if you're a uh, CRA? CRA. Care package recipient. Um, CPR. 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 Care package recipient. Here you go, Dirk. You look inside, hey, you. and you have your aging room, Solara. That'll be the first cigar we smoke and uh, light up. Um, so uh, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. Uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. And what you notice on your aging room Solara is this little pigtail, teeny little pigtail on the very top of it. That's how you will know that you have the real one, not to be confused with those fake aging room Solaras. These are the real deals. Problem is here we got two giant bands. I don't see that as a problem. I'm going to smoke all. through it. No yeah, way, Do right? it. Do it. <laughs> it's, got a, it's, it's not a foot band. It's got a base band. You know, basically the whole base of the cigar with the Solara. And it, it does seem to pop right off, but there is a little trick. If you find that your secondary band is sticking, you can take your lighter and just ever so gently heat the band up without catching it on fire, and that'll get that glue to release. 
Yeah, not bad, though. Came off easy. So, Barry, tell us about this. Well, the Patriots are in San Francisco, and okay. today we have spoken to Aging Room Solera. The Aging Room Solera Sun Grown was developed after Aging Room brand owner Rafael Nodal and his wife, Alina, visited Spain in 2004. Rafael not only fell in love with the Spanish country, but was very impressed with the, message, the method of aging sherry wine and brandy called Solera. The more we learned about the Solera aging system, the more we thought that this system could be used in the aging of tobacco. The Solera method of aging is a fractional blending process where the finished product is a mixture of ages. By aging together the tobaccos from different years, a marriage of flavors occurs long before the cigars are made. The end result is a truly special cigar from Boutique Blends. It's available in three sizes from $6.99 to $7.99, 21 compound boxes, and it's a Dominican Puro. Maraschino cherries. Raisins. Maraschino cherries. Raisins. Gingerbread. 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 Absolutely. All right. Gingerbread wins. No, it doesn't. Two to one to one. No? I said it first. Maraschino cherries. End of story. Thank you, Derek. It's about damn time. That, that, was, that was for that, us. That was for us. Say whatever you want. <laughs> Everybody knows who that was for. I can see the gingerbread. Mm. Or hermits. Hermit cookies. Hermits, right? Yeah. Oh, molasses, yep. raisins. Yep. Didn't cinnamon. know what a hermit was until, what, a few months ago when you go. brought them in? Yep. Absolutely not. This is before we even light it. Wait till, yeah. wait till we get to light it and like, the explosions of flavor that are going to happen here. There's a lot going on with this cigar. Oh, look at, we're going to explode our flavors today with the Lotus Duke. This is not just Duke, a triple jet Duke, lighter where the flames are in line, much like the flat flame. It doesn't just feature a flip-out cutter. Notice I didn't say flip-out bullet cutter right. because it features a full-size flip-out cutter. Yeah, this now, is good. A lot of times people don't understand how to use a cutter like this. If you look where the cutter rests, it, there's a, an indent. This is a tray to catch all of the, and this is a technical term from the folks at Lotus, the schmuckus that falls off of no, you've made that up. the end of the cigar. You thought I made up big-ass tank as well. So it, when you cut is the... Is schmuckus a Jewish term? I, for some reason, I think it is. I don't know what you're talking it about. It sounds like it should be. Like Yiddish? Yeah, Yiddish. I don't know about that. I don't know that I've ever heard the word before. Schmuckish? Schmuckish. You heard so it with it, the geriatrics it, while you were dancing last it catches, <laughs> it catches it in the tray, and you can dump it out. <laughs> Boom. Three jets, flip-out cutter, $69.99. Any other lighter without the cutter of this size, with this size, big-ass tank, would be over $100. Yeah. Lighter and cutter in one. Guillotine cutter, not bullet cutter. This is what I need. So this I have both with me. Because you lose stuff. I like to have them both with me. Okay. By the way, I've had Good. this cigar before. I have um, said it. I'll say it again. The best aging room yet. Yeah. They've won lots of awards for aging room, and this is the best one yet. I'm going to say it's the best regular edition aging room ever. Mm. Yeah, you think of one that's better than this? I enjoyed the Pella Oro limited edition. I didn't realize that was a limited edition. Limited production. Okay. Limited so we'll still be able to get it. I think it's just going to be very, very, very limited. Now I'm getting that uh, maraschino cherry type of flavor to this. Once it's lit, who's Kool Aid? Who's Kool Aid is stronger? Well, Somebody got a you, tissue for Derek's nose. He's eating the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, it's there. I know. Yeah, I've been know. telling you guys the whole time. Well, it's completely changed the guy since we lit it. Yeah, whatever. You were able to see into the future. There we go. So Barry, yes. How did the honeymoon go? 
You're gone two weeks, really two and a half weeks, because you left one hour into the show. Show, yep. And I might have checked out a few days before that. Right. <laughs> There's no question. <laughs> It was it was great to be back in Miami. I mean, I love South Florida. Yeah. And thankfully, oh, he- you did Heidi, five years there. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. And Heidi loved it too. And we want you to open Two Guys Florida. Yeah. Um, we would like to move down there. Um, but in addition to being married to Heidi, I'm married to my job. So, um, but it was a good time. Cuban food, some great dinners. So you uh, showed her your old stomping ground and the people you knew I, yeah, from there. And I stuff? showed her my Florida. Okay. Not the Taurus Florida, although we did do that. We did go to lunch at Fountain Blue in South Beach. Can't afford those $200 lunches on a regular yeah. basis, but sure. it, was, it was good. $200 $200 lunch. lunch. And it wasn't even like a main thing. Like we had grilled brie, a couple of drinks. We mentioned we were on a honeymoon, and they brought us dessert and a glass of champagne. For but, free. Wow. But for free. Yeah. So we had grilled brie, we had chicken wings, and we had shrimp cocktail and about four drinks in total. And with the tip, it was like $202. Wow. It was crazy. It sounds it, yeah. Yep. So it was, it was a good time. Then we went on a cruise. But before we went on a cruise, some people from Florida uh, came down. Tate and Christine, who are sometimes at the show here, yep. they came down for about 36 to 48 came hours. Came to Florida. Right. Frank Corey, who's always here with Joey. Yeah. The two of them came, and they went on the cruise with us. We opened it up. We made it a, an open honeymoon, at least the cruise aspect. Yeah. We, not actually in did the anyone, bedroom. Yeah, did anyone no, join in you in the cabin? No, no, it was I mean, they knew what cabin we were in, yeah. but nobody took nobody. us up on the door. Door was unlocked. Nothing. Yes. The <laughs> sign, enter here. <laughs> enter at your own risk. <laughs> yeah. But it was cool. We had like our own private deck. We were in a junior suite. I, I do not have any tan lines right now. I just wanted to share that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. Did, did you, did you tan naked? <laughs> yes, I did. I oh, no way. I spent six oh, hours on my deck butt naked. Stop it. There are no tan lines. Oh, my God. How gross. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, really? smoking a cigar is a little uncomfortable. Was anybody there? Hang on. I have to Heidi make an was. adjustment. And you're still married. I'm still married. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about you, but... It's got to be total darkness. I know. I know what. <laughs> How are you going to get in there? I know. How are you going to get in? You don't want to see this. Yeah, I'm not going to have a tan. <laughs> it has to be total darkness. No, I can see a little light coming through there. We have to close that. And it was good. You know, we hung out when we were back going back to Miami. We spent a lot of time with my former coworkers over at Miami Cigar. Jason Wood took us out for sushi one night. We did sake bombs and got a little trashed. Yeah. And then a couple of nights later, uh, Hector Paz, the director of sales, him and his wife took us out for dinner. It was a good time. So do you bump into any old flames or anything like that? That uh, you know, uh, We ran into my former roommate when I, we were on okay. the Keys. Um, she saw that we checked in in uh, Isla Mirada, so she showed up. Okay. So we made life crisis. Yeah. So, but it was good. Heidi likes her, so. All right. Or at least tolerates her. And while you were away, Mr. Jonathan went away. You went to uh, the National Living Legends of Dance. Yes, it was in um, Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach for lovers. Is that what it is? That's what it is. So talk to me and tell me about all the men you danced with. I did dance with a lot, <laughs> a lot of men. I danced with a lot of men. It was great. I, uh, heard, I heard a story. Well, I can, I, <laughs> I can tell I an abridged version of the story. Yeah. I, we end up going to, uh, on Monday night, I booked my stay a little longer than I should have because the, the event ended, and I was thinking maybe there'd be some dancing going around, and uh, one of my friends on Facebook said, oh, there's a party going on down the road. We'll come pick you up, and we'll go dancing. We get there, and she set up, unbeknownst to me, that I'm doing a dance demo in front of... 
the largest group of rednecks I've ever seen in one location. If you can remember the Blues Brothers, where they yeah. set up in that bar and they had the chicken wire. Yeah. Everything about that was accurate except the chicken wire. There was nothing to protect me if they threw stuff at me. By the way, I think rednecks prefer the term deplorables. Is that what they that is? <laughs> so they had country and western. They had both kinds of music, yeah. country and western. And, and, uh, and here you are looking to do swing. I'm looking to do swing, and they had a swing class that had just let out, and they said, uh, all right, we're ready for you to do your demo. And I'm like, what? They said, well, she said you were going to do a demo. And I'm like, I-, I don't have a partner. I got my dance shoes, whatever. You're going to have to pick the song. The special dance shoes? Yeah, for swing dancing. Yes, really? there is. So what leather, are they like slippers? They're like leather sold. Yeah. Okay. Suede sold. So I'm looking around for a dance partner. The only one that is an option has a broken wrist with plates in it and she's all casted up and she wants nothing to do with me. So I said, I'm sorry, I can't do the dance demo. And that an the lady, accident from dancing? The, broken wrist? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't ask. Okay. Go ahead. The lady that brought me in said, that's okay. You can dance with my driver, Santos. <laughs> <laughs> so I look at Santos, a dude, and I said, uh, do you know how to swing? And he said, absolutely oh not. Oh, God. This will be perfect because when I, you've got a picture. These are dudes that buy brand-new flannel shirts, and they rip the sleeves off so you can see their muscles and tattoos. Yeah. I mean, this is Redneckville. I was dancing next to an electronic bull. It was out of control. So I'm out there dancing not only with a man, but with a man who doesn't know the dance in front of 90 rednecks. And with spotlights, I can't even tell if they're getting ready to throw stuff oh, at Oh, they me. are. Oh, they, they certainly were. Let's yeah. just say the place cleared out as soon as we took our bow. Like, ah, oh, we're out of here. That's it. Yeah. This place has turned around. That's not what I... Yeah, it's not, it wasn't man dance friendly. Let's just say that. All right. Barry, what I meant to ask you, yes. so you were, you were on the cruise in the, in the middle of the ocean right. when the election happened. Yes. So what happened? Didn't really care. I mean, didn't want to rush to my room to find out when the night ended around. Uh, we, it was early night because we were getting up super early. So it ended around midnight. So I no, put it, uh, nobody was talking about it. No. Really? Did nobody cares. Didn't, didn't, I tried to provoke a few conversations. Really? Said some things out loud hoping to get a, a reaction. Yeah. Nothing. Well, wow. you, were, you were buck naked. That's probably That's why they didn't. Yeah, yeah, I thought was staying away from you. Put a fig leaf on and we'll talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, fig leaf, maybe the whole bush. <laughs> but I have no problem hiding with the fact that I was very happy with the way it turned out. Okay. So. I've been engaged in battle after battle after battle on Facebook with people. because um, People they, took it really personal. It's, oh, the, it's all this hate from the, the side of people that are supposed Against to be the, hate. the lovers. and the, Yeah. I will say this about the cruise. They, they had this thing every night called Cigars Under the Stars, yeah. uh, which was filled with mostly cigarette smokers. Um, but the cigars that they sold on the boat were Costa Ray and Brickhouse. Ah, okay. And that's all they had, J.C. Newman products. All right, so that J.C. Newman wrapped up that, uh, that cruise that, line. That cruise line, and, and, and that's the way they had it. So uh, there we go. Okay, that ding-ding means it's the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the matchup of the week. By the way, uh, did, you, did you hear last week's show or anything? Of, of, I listened to uh, last week's okay. show. Uh, the matchup this week is the Rolling Stones versus the Beatles. The in Rolling a bubble-blowing contest? Like, <laughs> no, in music. In music. In music. The Rolling Stones versus the Beatles. I'm going to field this one first, if you boys don't mind. Go for it. I consider the Beatles to be a boy band. And I oh. consider the Rolling Stones to be... If you didn't hate be, them already... I'm waiting oh for Jessica God. to real, run upstairs and give you an evil look. The real musicians in the group, 
Uh, in what? In, in what group? As far as music goes, they, they, were, they were the real deal. Who was? The Rolling Stones. And oh the Beatles, God. Weak Sauce. Just oh bubblegum bubble pop of its day. Rolling Stones were a little more gritty. They would be like the Metallica of their day. So I'm going Stones. I'm going to go the Beatles because the Rolling Stones would not have happened if it wasn't for the Beatles. That is true. I'm sure there's Justin Bieber wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for NSYNC, but he's better than all of them. And none of them would have happened without the Beatles. Well, they uh, were the first boy band. They paved the way for other boy bands. They were boy bands. They started off that way. All right. That's what I'm saying. They started off as a boy band. Why? You're saying because young girls like them. Correct. But I am going to go with the Beatles because Barry John did. and Paul, John and Paul, they were composers. They were musical later geniuses. Later on. As, so what? Later we're talking on. about solo the acts. Yeah, as solo acts. Not, no, 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 no. Together. No, please. To, have you ever heard A please. Day in the Life? Have please. you ever heard A Day in the Life? That is a beautiful song with please. so many parts. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. going the Beatles. Derek is a musician. Yeah. You're I do not. not know how to play one Rolling Stones song because I don't care to learn it. Well, that makes you dumb. Mm-mm. <laughs> Strong opinion on this. Oh, yeah. On both of you. I've seen Paul McCartney twice. I have every Paul Beatles McCartney album. is magical. He I'm is. not saying that he didn't become a great musician, but we're talking about the Beatles as a group. They're a boy band. Uh, Early on, boy band. Early on, boy band. Rolling Stones okay. were rock stars. They were rock stars. Rock yes. stars. Yep. But Selling I, out I don't to think, adults. I don't think Mick Jagger has the greatest voice in the world. Well, I'm not I think saying Paul that McCartney does. sounds like his voice comes from the Angels. By the way, Billboard magazine has the boy huh? band timeline. And in 1962, they claimed the Osmond Brothers were the first boy band. And the Beatles didn't perform on Ed Sullivan until 64, two years later. So that would make the Osmond Brothers the original boy band. A group I've never heard of before. Wouldn't so you call Frank Sinatra the original boy band? Frank Sinatra? Frank Sinatra. Sin- Girls used to cry. Singular. and Yeah. Frank Sinatra, the, the, the velvet voice. No, he's the no greatest, he was not the one velvet of the greatest, voice. One of the greatest singers of all time. Mel Torme. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. whatever. Didn't you watch Night Court? Same thing, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Here we go. That's right. That's how I know it, too. Uh, That's we got most of our... Uh... You get most of your All right, so, so we got one for the Beatles. One for the Stones. One for the Stones, one for the Beatles. Beatles, hands down. You're right. Barry? Yeah, Beatles. Beatles. And yep. the Beatles is obviously the answer, and Mr. Jonathan's yep. out of his mind. Brought to you by... Via Cigars, which is uh, Victor Sinclair Cigars, is the matchup of the week. So how about our thoughts on, God forbid we talk about a cigar for a second, is uh, the Aging Room Solara. This tastes a lot like Start Me Up. By, by the Stones? Yeah. Start Me Up? I would have gone with Satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Mmm. You'll get no sympathy for the devil from me. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> And the hits just but there are little coming. bit elements of brown sugar. Ah, I could do this all sure? day. Are you sure he's on? Are you <laughs> he's sure? Rested. Are you sure he's, that you're going Beatles? Yes, <laughs> he's well rested. Because I will smoke this cigar eight days a week. There we go. Ah, <laughs> Barry well is on wow. like Donkey Kong right now. <laughs> he is on because he's rested. He's, he's rested. rested and relaxed. You got to sharpen your blades every once in a while. I don't do it, but I hear it's good for you. <laughs> you take Sundays off sometimes. Mm. Yeah, the, the burn line's very good. Uh, I'm getting a good draw, consistent flavor. It's got some power. A little power, but it's got some power. I'm, I'm still picking up as, that as you sweetness. would expect in aging room, right? You, yeah, with some strength, but not bad for me. And, uh, and 
some of the some of their stuff gets me a little in the stomach. This is nothing so far. Yeah, it's, it's very good. It's a six out of ten on the power scale. I'd I'd give it six yeah, out yeah. of ten. Just it's just more, it's more than medium. Just yeah. not just the medium. I'll agree with touch that. Touch above medium. I am still getting that uh, gingerbread nuance. Yep, gingerbread, little sweetness, similar to maraschino cherry. Yep. Yeah, it's maraschino cherries mm. all day long. Maybe a little bit of red wine mixed in there too. A hint of lemon peel. Lemon peel. Lemongrass, maybe. There's lemongrass. I never had lemongrass, but I understand lemon peel. There's a little peel. citrus, a little little zip to it. I got yeah, that. a little a little bit of a bite. It's not just yep. that lemon tang, but it's got a little bite to it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'd so, say so. So you, I, I know a whole bunch of people are smoking this along with us. About 500 people. So hopefully they're getting the same thing and understanding the flavor components that happen. So hopefully the, that's happening. The ash looks great too. Very very tight ash. Jonathan I, likes a tight ash. Yeah, he does. Come on, admit it. You missed me. How you how you liking that low hanging fruit? Man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of suntan and naked. Oh my god. <laughs> We can't get that uh, thought out of our out of my mind. It's burning my eyes. It's been added to my spank bank, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> See, I went on a cruise, and I wouldn't even do that. Well, we had, like, a balcony, and it was, like, yeah, a sweet balcony, so it was much bigger. It was bigger. We had, like, two lounge chairs, two chairs, and a table. Well, but we, people could see onto the balcony. There's a, the fish could. I think oh, you're facing the water. Yes. Oh, See, okay. our, our back balcony was, like, those really awkward uh, public bathrooms where there was a crack about an inch and a half wide. Between the yeah, no. wall of the ship and the wall crack itself. Inch and a half wide. Yeah. yeah, there was no crack. There's a joke here yeah. in, in there somewhere. <laughs> I would have, so exploited, I would have exploited that crack if it was there. Oh, God. So what made you do it? You woke up and you said, I, I think I'm going all I natural said, out I today? said, you know what? Today's the day Nobody I'm going to go naked. Nobody can see us, and I'm going to do it and see if I can get a reaction. Did you get any suntan or anything? You get a burn, a little burn on the... I, my, I got a burn just north of my knee. Like, it was a bad burn. Like okay. It was like red, red. Right testicle? But, no. They felt a little warm. Yeah? Yeah, because they, they haven't seen sunlight in years. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're are, constantly in the shade. And, yeah? You flip over? Do the, do no. no I, nah, the yeah, buns? Just, yeah, just the top. Yeah? Yeah. Jonathan's loving no, this no, conversation. No toasted buns for you. No Dave. toasted buns. <laughs> well, we're going to get to some little dessert uh, uh, at the top of the hour. But right now, let's go to break. And when we come back... Uh, there is a new podcast out there called The Ash Holes. Uh, they critique cigars. When we come back, we're going to critique them. Did you listen to it, Barry? Yes, I did. All right, so we got a little something there. Uh, and Barry is back from Miami. Uh, we're going to get some inside news uh, on what's happening with the uh, cigar manufacturers there in Miami. Maybe he's going to tell us some uh, inside scoop. Maybe not. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. 
In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with the Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Stop, Jonathan. 
And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars in a weekly show broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the Aging Room Solara um, Toasted. Um... So don't you suck. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about flavors during the thing. I see him writing down some notes. Toasted, toasted sesame seeds <laughs> over a maraschino cherry. Is where I'm at. It right reminds now. me of a Stellador sesame seed breadstick. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. You're really stuck on the bread, huh? I'm not getting the bread at all. Well, not. I don't have bread, the. I don't have stick. the. I don't have the cherry at all. You're seeing on the finish, but what am I missing? Why am I not getting that? Now I'm getting that we're almost halfway through it. A little bit of like a, a rye spiciness. This cigar would probably pair well with, with rye. With a rye, yeah. yeah, without a doubt. A marble rye. Yeah, Hang, on a rye, yeah. Hang on a second. We might have an idea for the food authority here. Cigars and bread pairing. Huh? Bread. I think it would go good with the Were they talking about rye or drinking or red marble rye? Uh, like a, I, I was talking about the drink. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a rye type of I spice. think in food, this would go with the babka of all babkas. The babka. The synonym babka. Synonym babka. You like a babka. Uh, I like a babka. I like the black and white cookie. Yeah. The interracial cookie. Yes. It is. The, our entire show, we should just call ourselves the Seinfeld and Food Authority. Look yeah. to the cookie. Yeah. We did um, ding-dongs while you were gone. I was there. I saw. Jonathan had ding-dongs while he was it. dancing. Ding-dongs. I watched it. Phil had one. Phil brought, brought us um, the snack coming up at the beginning of the show. Wait till you see this thing. It's huge! <laughs> it's huge. It's, I'm so excited. I, I can't even... Keep my composure here. I, I, I saw some uh, uh, that Skip Martin was pretty excited about the uh, promotion. Yeah, what was made. I going to do with it? I mean, he was going to either kill me. I mean, yeah, two yeah. how are you going to eat them all? Yeah. It's nuts. I did a good job, but <laughs> I bet. <laughs> all you could eat on the, on the cruise? Yes. All you could eat? All you could eat. Yeah, big mistake, right? Big mistake. <laughs> but the free, food, the free food was pretty horrible. Yeah. Like, we all went to specialty dining for, for meals. And the specialty dining was top notch. Okay. So you pay extra? You pay extra, a flat fee, no matter what you order. Okay. So like one night we went for Italian food and it was eighteen dollars a person. I think it was extra. And the waiter was phenomenal. And the food was just as good as the waiter. Did you get all inclusive drinks? Yes we did. You, yes, yes, that's the did. way to do it. Yep. So you got drunk had, every day? Always had a drink in hand. Never got drunk. Really? I, I, I was so that's a problem. I was happy. I was yeah. buzzed. But I wasn't. I don't think you're doing it right. I didn't want to feel it the next day. Okay. So. Thought you were a professional. A professional knows how to pace himself. There we go. Gambling on ship? Yes. Yeah? Don't gamble on the ships, though, because there's the issue of it not being regulated. Yeah. So you didn't? You played a little bit? Did not. Nothing at all? Nothing at all. Wow. So what do you do? I mean, a week long on a cruise. What do you eat, drink? My the week we were in Miami. Nude, ba- nude sunbathing. Yeah. <laughs> the week we were. What in do you Ma- do for the other fifteen minutes? The car I had in Miami, a Ford Explorer, kept track of how many hours you were in the car and how many miles you put on the car. It was unlimited miles rental, but we spent thirty-four hours in the car and we put over twelve hundred miles on the car. Wow. Wow. So, you know, we had to go to the, the Gulf Coast to visit her dad one day. We went up to West Palm Beach to visit Frank Carrera. We were staying north of Miami, so we drove into Miami every day. We drove to the Keys one day. Oh, wow. Just a, a, lot, a lot of driving. A lot so of traffic. 
No, we left before rush hour. We were always on the opposite side of oh, rush hour. Right. You know how to play it there. But after you know, spending so much time driving to get to a destination, we spent that week on the cruise just relaxing. Okay. You know, if we weren't laying out by the pool, we were on our deck watching the sunrise or the sunset. At night, we were eating well, and we were smoking under the stars. Yeah. Your, your arms are very tanned. Yeah, I'm yeah, starting little, to peel a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little too. in the face, but I don't want to know anything else. <laughs> Nothing else besides that. I want all of the details, Barry. <clears throat> so uh, you guys missed a lot that was going on uh, while you both were away that we, ha- we have launched a new program. And it is the ash holes. And I know you got uh, the opportunity to listen mm-hmm. to see how they did it. They, they tested it a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of shows before they actually went on to make sure they could do it. But um, uh, Derek took it upon himself to put the group together and, uh, and the show together, very different than this show. I don't mm-hmm. know if uh, anybody's seen it, but the ashholes.net, that's where to go. Why uh, .net? <clears throat> uh, the .com was already taken. By okay. a chimney sweeping place in North Carolina. Ah, interesting. That, that makes does sense. not wish to yeah. sell the domain. Yeah. You know, I ran into that when I wanted to buy MrJonathan.com. There's a teacher out in California, and he does uh, extracurricular coaching for whatever the stuff he's doing. And he had MrJonathan.com. I offered him four grand to sell it to me. It got up to four grand. I offered him many times. And he just said, listen, I'm not selling it. So I got stuck with MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. But I learned how to work the search engine optimization. So now if you search for Mr. Jonathan, I come up number one, and the exact search comes up number two. Oh. So you, you got your work cut out for you to beat the chimney sweep guys, but it could happen. We'll, we'll, we'll surpass him. I think happen. we'll surpass him. All right. So uh, the, the uh, inaugural episode, episode number one, is out there. Yep. You can go to the ashholes.net. And they are... Ash- Holes.net. I got to make sure you understand that. And I went over the uh, analytics with Derek earlier. They are international. Nice. Already. Already, already international. international. All right. So people are already listening. So uh, first I'm going to go to Derek. What do you think of it? First I lo- show. I love it. Love it. It went well. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of good conversation that went on. I liked how it turned into a, a very relaxed kind of program where it was just like your regular conversation at any cigar shop that you walk into. Uh, we talked about the cigar that we were smoking, which was the LFD Andalusian Bull. Uh, we talked about that for quite a while, and we got into a f- couple other cigars that we were smoking during the week that we wanted to bring up, uh, and it, it just went very smoothly, I would say. So you have quite the uh, group with you. Yep. yep. One is a real pastor. He is a pastor. He, yeah. he uh, seminary school trained the whole nine yards. Uh, he can he can eulogize your funeral if you wanted to. There we go. Yeah, so uh, he's he's a very good public speaker, yeah. and uh, he knows what he's talking about. He worked in the industry a, a while back over in uh, down in New Jersey yes. at a at a small cigar shop where uh, he he earned the the title uh, Pastor Padron. Yes, and I actually knew him from that cigar shop. In oh, Jersey. really? Well, the lawyer from when I used to be in a private investigator was right down the block from that cigar okay. shop. And that is the cigar shop that does the Cigar University. Yes. Mm. So he, he learned from a guy that really knows his stuff. So he knows cigars, tobacco. He's a pipe smoker. He's a cigar smoker. He knows his stuff. Yeah, for sure. Jorge Amentros is the yes. owner of that shop. Yep. Yes. I liked his comment about uh, whether or not a cigar is pipe worthy or not. Yes. Yeah. He likes when the cigar gets down to the nub and then he puts it in the pipe and keeps it going. If, if it's that good. Yep. Yeah. I see him do it a lot, too. Uh, he does it with, uh, believe it or not, the LFD digger. 
Yep. He'll, he'll throw one of those in the pipe. Digger, Digger Maduro. Digger Maduro. There yeah, is no cigar strong enough to mess that guy up. No. He can hang. No, yep. not at all. He and can hang. We also have Oliver Naveau on the show, who uh, he, he's been in and out of the industry over the course of many years, and currently he's on the road for United Cigar. And uh, he is a very well-spoken guy. He is a wordsmith. He's very quick with what he says. He can crack a joke in a second without skipping a beat. He's, he, he really keeps the conversation rolling, too. If it, uh, if it starts to die down, he'll bring it right back up, which is really cool. I like that. We try and keep a good balance, and he is, he's a very good asshole, I Can would say. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Any yeah. thought of, uh, of bringing on segments yes. to yep. the show? Because I think the uh, – not that I didn't enjoy the show, but an hour is a long time to just talk about cigars and being able to split that up and have a certain – time frame where okay at this time we're going to do this at this time we're going to do that and then the fill is discussing the cigars yep and we are cur- we are going to be working on a few different segments for the hour-long show uh we don't want to keep the segments too long because sure. we do want to cover the cigar yeah but you know a couple five minute segments of you know non-cigar talk maybe some current events and i heard you guys throwing like around that. the idea of possibly drinking heavily on the show yeah we were thinking about that too <laughs> yeah. uh, and um, um, maybe maybe that can happen you know as long as we don't go too hard what's the part of the church for the you know the, the hour in church where the pastor gives his his speech sermon uh, sermon i think nick melillo should jump on pastor Dan's Sermon of the Week. Brought to you by the Tabernacle. Exactly. Ah. Yeah. I didn't know ah, where you were going with a, that at first. That good could be call. Good. There's a full connection there. Good call. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the pastor <clears throat> says a few words, opens up the, uh, the show with a prayer. Yep. So, so I've, you know, sat in many cigar lounges over my 32 years in the cigar industry, and that's what I felt listening to the show, that this, you could have sat in, in any cigar lounge, and this is the conversation that would be happening. The only thing you're missing is you guys all seem to agree with each other all the time. Yeah, we're going to have to start disagreeing, or agree to disagree at least. You so controversy. You all like kind of the same type of same palate. Well, type that of that cigar that we smoked, we all agreed that was a great cigar, which uh, was the that was the Andalusian El- Bull. Yeah, and that. We really weren't having any descending opinions on it. It, There was a point where they were saying that it tasted nutty, and I just wasn't getting the nuts, and I mentioned that, but that was really the only uh, uh, disagreement that there was They should have changed their mind right there because we all know that you are an expert on on the nuts. nuts. Yes, I am. On the nuts. We even got the audience involved. We had a couple audience members in in the in the. You had an audience? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking maybe we could. You guys have no life, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we could set up a, a microphone over the audience, you know, mic the audience to get their input. Because we were talking about, wait, what were we talking about? Stick shifts? Stick shifts and cars and stuff like that. And they were throwing out some good stuff. Some good content. It was good. It was a good uh, first thing. And mm-hmm. I'm certain it, it will improve anyway. But hey, it was better than our first oh, attempt. Okay. That's, that's what <laughs> I was trying to Don't ever go back and listen to that stuff. Don't ever. But... Um, so you'll have an audience here at, uh, you'll do it live from two guys yep. in Salem every Wednesday, 4 PM to 5 PM. We will be at two guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. So if anyone is in the area, they can feel free to come and hang out with us for and, an hour. And you felt very comfortable with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. No yeah. problem. I like having people. Around. All right. Now yeah. the, uh, I would think the exception to that would be if we were broadcasting this show in another location in a store, uh, one of our stores. Yep. Perhaps your show would move to that store for that. We could do Wednesday. that. Uh, maybe a, a Seabrook show could happen. You know, I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, if yeah. the soundboards in another location, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. We're willing to travel. So do you want input from um, the listeners? You oh, know? of course. So Absolutely. They, do they have the option like they do here to write in to yes, them? Yes, on the ashholes.net, on the top left-hand corner, there is contact us, and you can send a message that will go directly to an email that Derek monitors. Okay. Yep. So Derek will handle it yep. from there and uh, either respond to them or save it for on air or, or take take their their advice. Yeah, we'll read consideration and we'll look it over and we'll yeah. read it on air, you know, if we want to talk about it. And uh, I think that'd be a good part of the show. A little segment there. All right. Yeah. So do we have uh, we'll take it over to us now. We listen to it. Do you have any constructive criticisms or anything to say to him based on what you heard? I was I was rather impressed. Um, I, I know I fall into the problem here where sometimes I'm, I'm looking for a chance to interject and get into it. All I would say is don't be shy. You're in that lead position. Jump in and grab the bull by the horns. Yep. Literally the Andalusian bull yeah. by the horns. Do, do you guys that. have plans to smoke cigars that are outside of your norm? Going into maybe something that's mild. Oh, yeah. Given oh, that that's have... 80% of the population. Yep. We're going to be going through everything that okay. we can. Candela's all the way to, you know, double escuros. Anything. Thank Doesn't God matter. I'm not on that show. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they look, every one of them likes full-bodied cigars. Yeah. So, yep. um, when you guys are ready to take the show into the stratosphere and you want to have me on as a guest... Okay. We'll have to smoke something mild. Is, is there any we'll we'll have to talk ge- about that first. Is there any plan of guests or things like that? Yeah. yeah. people with just whatever ends up working out? Somebody's in town? Yeah, if be- someone's in town, uh, we would love to have them on the show, and I'll be keeping an eye on the interwebs to see who might be coming <coughs> around here to have them on. Maybe, All right, uh, Carney, you heard it. Carney. Wednesday nights. Oh, Carney would be a great first guest. Yes, he would. Okay. Uh, uh, the uh, real Mr. Jonathan. You Barry's first yeah. cough I was just seeing. Didn't, didn't you miss that? No. Well, yeah, but the whole time you didn't do it. You know, I was like, uh, well, maybe no, this just he got did it. He did it right at the start. Oh, really? But he, he caught did. the microphone, so ah, he didn't hear it. Okay. Yep. It's just a nervous thing. That I was more of a clearing my throat call. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. This yeah. one was an actual choke. All right. Uh, no, I liked it. I liked the banter back and forth, and they, 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 they seem like they, they don't have a Mr. Jonathan, somebody to totally disagree with. Or trash. Or trash, yeah. right. Uh, but maybe one role. of them... You fell into it right from the go. I didn't have much choice. Yeah. I did, Tommy Grella went for the throat on day one. Yeah. So it just, uh, it, the, right. jab, the jab was established early. Okay. So uh, with that, let's uh, find out what's up in the cigar world with the returning Barry Stein. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. This week saw the release of a couple of limited edition cigars. The first is the Year of the Rooster by Davidoff. Now, Jonathan, I know you're happy 2017 will be the year of the cock, but this limited edition Diademus Femus features a dark Ecuadorian-grown <laughs> Habano wrapper. He's on. He's over his blades. <laughs> He's on. He's just on. That's it. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> and it's an Ecuadorian-grown wrapper over Dominican binder fillers. It's limited to 10-count boxes with a retail of $40 a stick when purchased individually. 
Also released was the 2016 edition of the Oliva V. Maduro. Since 2008, this limited edition has been released in 10-count boxes, and it also marks the second year in a row that it's available in the 6x60 format. The 10-count box retails for just under $90, and both of these cigars are available at twoguyscigars.com. Cigar news. Okay. This week it was announced the FDA withdrew its final rule regarding procedures for refusing to accept pre-market tobacco product submissions. Okay. Now, that does not mean this is over. It yeah, means no. nothing. Well, what does this mean exactly? We reached out to Glenn Loop, the head of Cigar Rights in America, who said, basically this occurred because Altria objected to the procedure by which the FDA could refuse to accept pre-market tobacco product submissions on the grounds that the agency lacks the statutory authority to do so. Now, Altria is not Altadis. Altria is the cigarette company, Philip Morris, just so everybody understands. They also objected on the basis that the rule contains no time frame for the FDA to refuse to accept a submission. The rule required applicants to resubmit a rejected submission rather than allowing an amendment to correct a deficiency. And the rule is unacceptably vague as to the required content for submissions. So basically, it, it makes it a little bit easier to submit something because you'll be able to correct the deficiency rather than having to resubmit. Who I think everybody thought they were going, if you made a mistake <coughs> on your paperwork that you sent them and they say, no, this is wrong on here, mm-hmm. the way it was saying is, if you did it wrong, you're out. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Now you've got at least a chance when it goes back to you to say, okay, this is wrong. It says to put the picture in here. You didn't do that. Okay, put the picture in So you can, make, you can make an amendment to the filing or do you if have they to... say there's something wrong with it is no it... you cannot if you put the filing in and you forgot to put a brand in it's gone that's gone but it once the once it's in do can now you... they say oh you you didn't put the size you were supposed to put the size here is my mic to... is my mic up can you hear me i can, I can hear, hear you, you. Okay. i can hear you all right i'm fine then um <clears throat> yeah if you ended up having something that was wrong that they say nope we wanted it this way on here and you didn't do that you were out now they say nope you can will send it back to you and say something's wrong. From what I understand, they'll say something's wrong, but they're not going to tell you what's wrong. Correct. you got to figure it out yourself. Now figure it out. Something's wrong on this spreadsheet. Right. By the way, I've, I've filled out the spreadsheet. I, we have personally about 400 lines on, yeah. the, on our spreadsheet, and they're going to send us back, and they're going to say something's wrong. Figure it out. Yep. And by the way, the clock is ticking. We have 37 days. Right. This all has to, you have to have the corrected amendments in by December 31st. 28th, I think. 28th. December 28th. Wow. So all you, all you manufacturers that are out there, all the cigar brand owners and things like that, the clock is ticking. Do not wait. I'm your friend here. Do not wait till the last second to do this because you, you want to end up fixing your mistakes. So if I were you, I'd get this in by December 1st. Maybe it takes them a week before they look at it and say something's wrong. Now you're at December 7th, and you've got to try to figure out what's wrong and get in it by December 28th. If you, everyone's going to throw it in on December 28th, you're going to be screwed. Screwed. Yep. So it, it's, this is it. This is now or never. And from what I understand also is when this comes out, they do it. It's going to be open to the public. Everybody can look at every single brand that is allowed that, that for the next two years. I don't know about that because Coca-Cola, they have to submit with their recipes to the FDA, and that's still secret. Up to the 28th is no recipe. Okay. From the December 28th, we have till February 12th or something like that okay. to now put ingredients after that. So this is step one. Okay. 
But if you don't get to step one, you don't go any further. That's it. You're out. You don't pass go. You don't collect $200. Your brand is off the market. That's it. You can't import it into the U.S. Another question is we retailers. The cigar brand did not go through. What does that mean? We have two years to get it off the shelf. And then actually it's contraband and they're going to take it away from you. It has to be destroyed. So the first thing we look at as retailers is did somebody file to begin with? You look and see they didn't file to begin with. Now... The clock starts ticking. We got a couple of years to get it off the shelf. And as a retailer, that's what I'll be looking at and saying, okay, I can't believe so-and-so didn't file their paperwork. They were supposed to do it. They didn't do it. They messed up. The clock's ticking. I got two years to get it off the shelf. Get it done. Absurd. Yeah. It is. It's ridiculous, but this is the way it is. And also on my honeymoon, the missus and I had lunch with Frank Herrera, a well-known trademark lawyer in the cigar industry who was also representing some brands in the lawsuit against the FDA, and he's a close friend. During the lunch, he brought up the one thing no one is talking about in regards to the FDA, and that is GMP. Yeah. What is GMP? Bring out the GIMP. <laughs> GMP stands for Good Manufacturing Processes, which the FDA requires manufacturers to he- adhere to. If they are going to send products into the USA, GMPs are required by all companies that are governed by the FDA, even if said company is located outside the USA. Under these practices, all cigar factories will be required to remove wood rolling tables, which are porous and susceptible to bacteria. By the way, everybody, they're all wood. Yep. They would need to replace those tables with stainless steel units, and that's the easy one to explain, but there are more that would apply to every step of the manufacturing process, from the harvesting of tobacco, curing bonds, fermentation process, aging rooms, and much, much more. GMPs could be far more dangerous. And far more costly. Oh, it's going to be costly. Big costly. And at the end of it, you, the consumer, will end up paying, by the way. Uh, this is how it goes. Stuff like this trickles down, and uh, you'll end up paying for it. Uh, and it's going to be brutal for some of these factories. I've been to just about everybody's factory. It's going to be uh, uh, overly burdensome to the factories to end up making these changes. Just think the ladies rolling cigars will have to wear gloves. Oh, my God. So with well, a touch process, a feel process, will now be burdened by a glove. Yeah. And, and if their gloves are latex, anyone with a latex allergy might have an issue have, with said an issue. cigars. Not going to mention Dave's name. There we go. And that's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? You know what we haven't talked about? What? We haven't talked about what the Ashholes are going to be discussing this week. This week? So we will be smoking a cigar from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, uh, our friend Steve Saka, the Miquerita, which is... uh, How long before you smoke something that's not a geek stick? That's my question. All right. We'll do that after this one. Just Just to please you. Thank you. We'll be be doing that. Okay. So you're all smoking the same cigar again? We're all going to be smoking the same cigar This is the way it's going to be. Yep. So we're going to be doing the same cigar so that we can compare notes, contrast notes. And uh, we let the viewers know what we're going to be smoking the week 
of the show that we are on. So while we were smoking the Andalusian Bowl, we said we will be smoking the Mikarita next. Okay. So if they want to join in, they can feel free to pick up a pick up one of the cigars that we will be smoking on the next show. There we go. Go and to your favorite brick and mortar store, pick yep. it up. The, the size matter. Smoke the size same. always matters. Always, uh, that's what so. I'm told. <laughs> and uh, we actually do have now, uh, thanks to Barry, we have a chat function okay. on the ashholes.net where people can watch from the website and comment their thoughts while we're on the show. All right. So do you tell them what size you're going to be smoking? Uh, it, I, we haven't determined a size, so okay. it's really any size. Okay. Yep. Well, there's a difference on, yes. on, on his cigars. Yeah, we, yeah, we size. haven't determined a size okay. yet. All right, now here's my prediction of what they smoke the following week, and we'll just see. Okay. That's my prediction. Don't be telling anybody either. Don't be telling anybody. No, well, we, we know who he's the fan of. So yes. He's going he's gonna to go to, you, you want to know what cigars Derek likes. Are you the guy that's picking? Uh, it, well, I, I picked the Mikarita for next week's show, or this coming week's show. You picked last week's? No, I believe Oliver oh, did. Oh, all right. Oliver so did. You'll give everybody a shot here. Yep, okay, yep. So it'll be switched up every week. All right. That's my prediction. Barry, text well, me later. Well, see, now I have, yeah. a, now I have a prediction since, since he picked one and Oliver picked one, which means Pastor Dan's going to pick one. So my, my, my guess is different than your guess. Yep. Yeah, because he wouldn't pick that. No right. way. No way. Okay. I would pick that. Okay. Next week. I scribbled the, it out so you can't even look at my notes. Oh, oh, oh. Next week on the Cigar Authority, we're going to pick the um, cigars that could have been contenders. Because this year, we came out with the contenders pack way early. Right. We did it because we had to put a pack together. And we're not allowed to put packs together in the future. Correct. So we had to do it. It was, it was either do it or, or not have a contenders do pack. Do or die. So we did it. But now, some time is gone. What are the cigars that are gonna that have come out that b- did not become contenders of the cigar of the year? Mm-hmm. And we got a total of twenty five cigars that should have been contenders instead of the seven that we have, six or seven that we have now. We could make contenders packs from years prior that were on the market, so long as they sell out in those three years. So long as I put it on my list. Because wouldn't it be interesting? So long as I put it on that oh. list. I can do anything I want up until December 28th. Can I? I don't think I can. No, I can't even do that. You're not changing packaging. I can, I can do those contenders up until so December if you 28th. did if you did a throwback contenders pack to see if a different one wins, would not be interesting? Yeah, we could do that. That'd be interesting. It would be. It'd be a fun game. Thanks. I'd like to go really back. Thanks go for back. the extra work. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to go really far back. You know, go six years ago and see what the contenders were yeah, and then see what happens. Because tobacco changes, people's palates change. And, and the cigar brands change. Yep. You know, as, as much as the FDA is saying it's not going to change, cigars change because the crop changes and things are going to change. So anyway, right now it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? The offer of the day. I don't know if you guys heard last week's. Oh, that was a doozy. I forget what it was, but oh. I did. I heard every word of last week's show. It was $200,000 to um, eat a five-pound block of Velveeta. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> that was $200,000, and actually no, nobody but Derek 
with Derek? No, he, it was Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck was going to do it. Yeah, two daughters. He needs the money, and he was willing to do it. He's not here today. It wasn't just the block of cheddar, though. No. It was, yeah, it was the whole cycling and then yes. re-consuming. Right, right. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'm good. I would do a five-pound block of government cheese. Yeah. I used to like the government cheese. Yeah, but then you have to... My neighbor used to give us half of a five-pound block. But then you have to process the cheese through your body uh, and then reconsume. Yeah, no. Corn, maybe. For 300. Like that, no. 300. Corn. <laughs> Corn on the log. Oh. T- today, let's uh, move on. $300,000. $300,000. Yes. To donate a kidney to a 90-year-old sex offender. No. Oh, oh dude, no. come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> Donate a kidney, $300,000. You got two of them. You could use $300,000. They are a registered sex offender, so they've Na- been convicted. Na- 90-year-old sex offender, convicted sex offender. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely not. I'm all for forgiveness, but... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. No. If My, you remove that part from the equation, yes. I, I remove nothing. Does it still work for him? It works. It works. He lives... Oh. He lives, and he lives because of you. Live you have one see, last the kidney. tough part about this is that the side of me that thinks, all right, this guy's going to die because of me as well. If I don't give up the kidney, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Now I'm responsible, essentially, for taking his life at that point. Okay, looking at it that way, oh, man, that's still so tough. I, I mean, that's, I being the guy, that's being the guy that pulls the switch on that thing. I mean, you're a murderer at that point. I say deport him. Deport him. <laughs> Maybe. What? Yeah. <laughs> is he a Mexican? You can't just deport <laughs> is someone he a Mexican? because they're a sex offender. Is he a Mexican is the question. He is not a Mexican. <laughs> this is wrong. What, what the was his, what the was views his... of Barry Stein are not reflective <laughs> not of at any all. of the rest of us <laughs> on the Cigar all. Authority. I don't Please send they... all complaints to Barry at I don't think they're even reflective of, of Barry Stein. I'll let him off the hook on that one. <laughs> what was his crime? Sex offender. Uh, it's specific. Well, was he pissing in public or? Well, hang on yeah, a second. He, he has a good point. Public, that's a, a great point. point. If he's just a public urinator, I would give no, him the, the kidney. It, it was something bad. He's 90 years old. Public defecator? I'm not, we, we don't know. We don't know that answer exactly what he did, but he's, he's a okay. red. You know what? If I don't know what, I, uh, if I don't, don't know, know what, what he did, if I don't know what but he you did, know I, would, I would do it. You, I would do it. If I didn't know what he did. Would you look it up? Nope. Nope. Because I wouldn't want to know. Nope, because it could be something stupid or something really bad, and I don't want to know. You don't want to know, so nope. you do it, and you take the 300000 lose a kidney. Yep. Barry? Never. Mr. J? I'm out. And I'm out, too. I'm out. The answer is no. The answer is no, and that is the Don Raphael offer of the day. It's a great, that was a great point there, It was Derek. a good point. That was great. You'd rather not know, right? I don't want to know. Okay, so we're having the aging room, Solara. Solera? Solera. Solera. Solera, I would say that's called. Final it's, thoughts on this. It's a combination of toasty and a little citrusy back and forth. I am still getting, I'm still getting the cherries. I know you don't get them, but. No. Nope. Salty nuts. Salty nuts. Salty. Remember the songs? Sesame breadstick. Sesame. I can see the sesame seeds with a little. Little grated orange peel on the top of it. No, I got no citrus, and oh, the cherries has left I, the building. I, I got the citrus happening. There's a little little twang, little zip. Yeah, 
Now, I do have to say uh, uh, that I, I did not have to touch this up one single time. Wow. For one you, single that time. Crazy. That's incredible. That's because yeah. I'm holding the lighter. You are holding the lighter. <laughs> but I have reached on the table before. I left you a lighter down there. Did you? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know. Yeah. I, uh, the, a beautiful burn. Constant, constant straight line the whole way through. I like it. The best aging room yet. Mm. And there's different ones. This is the yellow one, which means what? Sun grown. Sun grown. And there is a shade. Uh, and I think there there's a, a shade in a Maduro. Maduro. This is the sun grown. Great cigar. I had the Maduro. Uh, Raphael. Um, I had the Maduro as well. Got me one, and it was good. Way too strong for me. But it had a good flavor. This is the one. I love this. Mm-hmm. This is the one. Yep. All right. So we're going to go to break. And um, when we get back, it's time to get mad. Actually angry. Actually pissed off. We're going to light up the pissed off Kristoff. Gentleman Chuck Morrison's away, but as usual, he gets us debonair. We're live right now at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your aging room, Solera Sungrown, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it. A process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Serino knows too well. All Serino cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. 
jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. What are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh-degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It's time to get pissed off in a good way, and we got a bite-sized treat, the fun-sized treat from Debonair. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist... We demand that you eat Rice Krispie Treats along. It's bigger than your head. Hell, it's bigger than your head. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. <coughs> Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, every week when it works, Facebook Live is our friend. Look at this. What the hell? People bring us these things. I didn't know they had such a thing. I didn't know they could do something. That's a Rice Krispie treat. It looks like a serving for one, <sighs> at least it, in my mind. <laughs> it, it, is the, uh, it is a serving. It is a, uh, it's ready to serve, and it's great for parties. This is a party. This is the 24-ounce Rice Krispie treat, 24, 20, 32 ounces. That is two pounds, two pounds of Rice Krispie treat. 
Well, I'm going to set, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to partake this week because of the cigar that we're smoking next. I'm going to need a You're little sugar. You're going to need sugar. it. You're going to need it. So that's the idea of it, a little sugar in between the thing. Cleans, cleanse the palate, get your stomach I don't know already. if eating marshmallow treats is a way of cleansing the palate. I, I haven't confirmed so that. So let me tell you about the Rice Krispie Treat. Please do. Invented in 1939, uh, Kellogg's company uh, in the uh, economics department as a fundraiser for the Campfire Girls. That's why they did it. They were kind of going up against the uh, Girl Scout cookie people, and they came out with the Rice Krispie Treat. That's what you want to do is start a battle between two little girl did. clubs. That's it. <laughs> and you could hit somebody over the head with this one, and uh, it would hurt a lot worse than the cookies, right? Rice Krispie Treats, also called Rice Krispies, and squares, bars, buns, cakes, marshmallow squares. Confectionery commonly uh, through Kellogg's Rice Krispies, combination of butter and melted marshmallow and Rice Krispie treats. Nice ingredients, right? So far, so good. It's not bad. Um, Except this particular batch is made with margarine, which is one a molecule away from plastic. The Rice Krispie treat was something they would have on their box of Rice Krispies to tell you how to make them. Right. They actually didn't make them themselves. They would tell you how to make them up until 1995. They said, we've got to get in on this. Let's do it for them. Isn't that nice of them? But they waited all those years to do it. 1995, finally they come out with it. It was a happy day. Do you remember that day? It was a I sunny was. <laughs> day. It was a, night, it was a beautiful day. It was a spring day. I was a sophomore in high school when the Rice Krispie Treats were made by Kellogg's. I thought the that they time. were maybe because I was five years old when they were coming out, but I, I thought you. they were always they were not a thing. No, you, so, made, you made them yourself. That was a thing. What Maybe happened was other manufacturers did it. You know, they had wrote, this is what they're doing. Other manufacturers started doing it. Crisp rice treats and marshmallow treats had come out. And then Rice Krispie says, that's it. We're Kellogg's. We're the ones that came They out also with came this. out with the Rice Krispie treat cereal around that time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Rice Krispie treat cereal. Yeah. Rice Krispie treat cereal. There's nothing says With marshmallows in it. With well, no, because they would make the Rice Krispie treats, dry them, cook them a little longer so they'd be a little crunchy. and That's breakfast. <laughs> that is breakfast. So this is the big boy. 32-ounce, two-pound bag. Only 180 calories. It says it right here. 180 calories. Per serving. Per serving. Turning this into... 3,600 calories. Plus or minus. Great for a party, and the party has begun. So let's do this. I'm going to need a blade for this Struggling one. to open it? I'm so excited. <laughs> Nothing so, gets him excited like, like that. So, so Phil Zangy shows up with this big bad boy and says, this is for you guys. So I'm going to do it the old way, just like you do a oh, chunk yeah, of bread, yeah. right? You just got to do it with your hand. Wow. Wow. Holy God. It's stuck on there. It's going to be a... Oh, oh look at that. Just yeah. take, a, take a chunk. I can hear Barry breathing harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it moved. Keep that, thing, <laughs> keep that thing pointed away from me. Well, it, at least it'd be nice and tan by the time you <laughs> see it. I'll tell you, it, it tastes fresh. That's the, uh, that's the margarine. It tastes fresh, like it was just made. There you go, Barons. Thank you. Now, I'm going to do something a little different here. I'm going to use my Lotus Duke to heat it up, to toast it a bit, and I'm going to have a toasted marshmallow mm. treat. I'm jealous. Oh, I think you're going to regret that. Well, you're going to burn his mouth. Oh. 
Oh, my God. It's like 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Take one down, pass it around. That's yeah. a good time right there. I'm only partaking because I know for a fact the next cigar is too strong. This is riveting radio us chewing on the microphone. <laughs> Derek, you're supposed to be talking while we're yeah, eating. I'm, tr- I'm trying to peel this Rookie. off of here. It's really, uh, it's tough. This is a tough treat. I'm going to make a prediction. Pass that out to the audience. That the next cigar? Do me a personal like favor. Eat Marquette. it all. Because I'll be going for it after. Now, the Rice Krispie Treat recipe can be used with popcorn instead of Rice Krispies, and you end up with popcorn balls. Same recipe. Oh, really? Same recipe. Jonathan prefers the bowls. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> well, we're going to have to try that. You're bringing it back. There's no need for that. Rookie mistake, A.A. Here we go. <laughs> so here we go. This is a cigar that we're going to have to have some sugar because it will, it will upset my stomach smoking a cigar because it is that heavy. This is the pissed off Kristoff. Another cigar that's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Look inside there. You're going to know it. It's got the curly top. It's got an unfinished foot on it. It's dark. It looks like it's strong. That's because it is. Now, here's the thing. I'm not, a, I'm not a strong cigar smoker by any stretch. I know Barry and Derek both like them. Dave leans even milder than I do. We're still going to smoke the cigar. Yes, we are. The key to this, if you are a mild cigar smoker, is have a little sugar, have a little, a little soda, maybe put some sugar in your coffee, and have something sweet because the nicotine content in this is going to be a little higher. And nicotine attaches itself to your blood sugar. And that's what causes the relaxing effect when you smoke a cigar regularly. When the cigar is strong, your blood sugar drops very quickly. And that's where you get a little lightheaded. You get a little nauseous. And that's what the sugar is going to do is reintroduce some sugar into your blood. And you'll be good. Yeah. And that, and that goes for some alcohol that's like a rum. Yes. You drink a rum that's sugar in. You drink, drink rum when you smoke a strong cigar. Mm-hmm. That's why you do that. So uh, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands are raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And Jonathan, before you get into the lighting aspect, the latest offering from Christoph got its name from a suggestion of a customer who suggested the company come out with a cigar called Pissed Off Kristoff. Brand owner Glenn Case loved the sound of the name, but decided to change the spelling and create Pissed Off Kristoff. The cigar, despite its dark appearance, utilizes a natural San Andreas wrapper over a binder from Indonesia. The cigar is rounded out with Nicaraguan fillers, creating a cigar loaded with flavor that is incredibly smooth. It's available in four sizes, Corona Gorda, Robusto, Churchill, and 6x60, has a retail price of eight eighty nine to nine seventy nine, and it's available in ten count boxes. Now, if you were to take a a good full bodied Merlot wine and mix it with red Kool Aid, that's the cold draw. I think you are drinking the Kool Aid. Speaking of the draw, the, the draw might be a little tough for you as you smoke it. That's because the unfinished foot that'll open up. They want you to actually draw in this tobacco on your first light. Don't clean it off. Like some people would say, oh, let me just clean this off because it's going to kind of fray do and like, don't do it because you're not going to get what they expected you to do, which is taste this tobacco on the outside drawn in and actually will affect the whole cigar as you smoke the whole cigar through. And we're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus Duke. Lotus is the parent company of Vertigo. 
They do feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank in this lighter, and you're going to need it because there's three jets. This lighter features a single action, meaning you pull down on the igniter and the top flips open by itself. It also has a flip-out guillotine cutter on the back, complete with schmuckus catching tray, also patented. And if it isn't, it will be. So I try to draw in very lightly on a cigar like this because I know what I'm expecting. By the way, cold drawer of Merlot, nailed it. You got to mix it with the red Kool-Aid, Barons. Didn't get, didn't get that. We're going to change the name of your show, Derek, to <laughs> Punched in the Balls. <laughs> By the way, the Ash Hole's a great name. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> right kick in the face, right? Straight away. It's straight, down, straight down the tongue. Yep. Hitting the back of your throat right away and knowing that you're going to be fighting with this thing all See, the way through. There was low-hanging fruit that I just left alone. Congratulations. <laughs> you might be growing up. I showed a little bit of restraint. Shocking. Lots very... of pepper that just sits there. Oh, yeah. You like it. Oh, I love it. Love it. So Big Jim, if you're listening, Big Jim says to me, I'm, I'm in the Seabrook store one day looking around saying, I don't know what to smoke. I don't know what to smoke. And he said, have you had the pissed off Kristoff yet? I said, you know, I haven't because I know it's going to be strong and I'm not going to be into it. He goes, it's really not that strong. I think you're going to like it. Believe me. Somebody's listening as I'm saying it. The guy ends up buying and says, oh, I'm going to get one. He gets a couple and he leaves with them. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to end up smoking it. And I sat down and I said, are you out of your mind? This is a 10 on the strength of 10. But he likes full-bodied stuff too. But don't you know that it's a 10 of 10? He says, you know, it's 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 not that strong. It's medium. Then what is strong? I don't know much that's stronger than this, man. And this is a Dominican Puro, with, with, except for the wrapper? No, it's a, uh, where is it? It's a San Andreas wrapper over binder from Indonesia and fillers from Nicaragua. Oh, wow. No Dominican at all. No, no, sir. I'm less nervous. Are you going to retrohale? No. I, I will Come say on. this. No. It doesn't start out as strong oh, as I expected, really? but it finishes stronger than I expected. I yeah, th- I th- what could you possibly have expected from a name like Pissed Off Kristoff? Well, it starts off a little sweet. I mean, there's, there's that Merlot mm-hmm. that carries into the initial Til you light half it. inch. Till you light it. Like, I'm still picking <laughs> up elements of it. It's just black pepper, full-bodied powerhouse. If you were to chew on some peppercorns, maybe, while you were sipping on your Merlot, <laughs> I'm with you there. It's too overpowering in flavor. It's too overpowering. I like that about it. I like that it's in charge. It's really do you, up front he likes in to your be face. Do you remember what the last cigar tastes like? Because it's gone. Well, I Any recall, flip. but that yeah. that's gone on my palate. Oh, that's gone. totally gone. I remember the Rice Krispie treat we had. With- oh yeah, no, that's gone. This is like the ultimate palate cleanser. Yeah, everything oh. else is gone. Anything you've ever had before is over. Cleanser, cleanser. This is the palate cleanser. How dirty is your palate? No, covered it up, in other words. <laughs> Took away all other, other, other flavors are gone. Um, even the aroma from it is powerful. Yes. There's some high full primings. Bo- full-flavored, full-bodied, 
And all the aroma is pepper, too. I mean, this thing is a, is a bomb. Does it say where in Nicaragua the fillers are from? No, they didn't. No, it just says Nicaragua. I'm amazed you're saying Indonesia, which tends to be light tobacco. Well, they have to have a high priming yeah. in Indonesia that's not yeah. getting used. And it has to be there for the combustion aspect yeah. if it's using Lajero. Be- because I will, I will say that. The, the one I smoked before burned perfectly. Yep. White ash. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful aged tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yet it didn't taste that way. It tasted so rugged to me, so rough. It burned so beautiful like it was a, um, you know, a, a milder cigar. Perfectly burning. But this is the, one of the whitest, at, whitest ashes that I've seen on a cigar recently. Well, you haven't seen Barry's. But. I was right there. You weren't, you weren't on the cruise, obviously. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> Not white anymore. I'm sure Heidi could chime in. Wow. You guys ever have, um, uh, when, when you barbecue, you get the, uh, <clears throat> the full roast there and you get the burnt ends? So if you were to encrust wow. that, if you were to encrust that slab of beef with black peppercorns and then cook it for 12 hours, kind of low, and smoke it out. You, I'm getting a little bit of the smoke from it. I'm getting some of that meaty quality, but charred and peppery. You ever eat mutton? Mutton? Isn't that sheep? Never had mutton. Mutton. Isn't that sheep? Fatty. Is it sheep or not? I don't know. Not, it's it sheep, sheep, right? Yeah. Mutton is sheep. Yeah. I've had lamb. I don't know if I've had mutton. I had goat once. Maybe, um, what do I want to say, gamey? Gamey, peppery, yeah, kind of like steak, like gristle. You ever notice when when someone doesn't agree with Dave right away, he says what he was gonna, what he's saying, two, three, four, t- gamey, yeah, gamey, and then I repeated gamey, and then he hypnotizes I- you into saying it. Yeah, it's all part of his. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, gamey, gamey. Huh? So mutton is the flesh of an old sheep. Does that have any? A young sheep is referred to, the meat's referred to as lamb, but when it gets old, it's referred to as mutton. Now, is that uh, uh, mutton chops, the hair things, sideburns, that has to do with that? I just made well, that Well, because it looks like goatee. The goatee that's. Uh, yeah. You, no, no, you notice, by the way, I got the beard going. Yeah, yeah. we noticed. This is the November, yeah. no shave November. It's, you, it's killing me. Now, are you going to keep it once no. November's done? No. Oh, come on. No. Do you know why no shave November exists? Yeah, it's. For uh, men's health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's to bring awareness to men's health. Testicular cancer, I yeah. believe, is the, the reason. Yeah. So are you aware of your testicles I'm, as a result of your beard I'm growing? I'm aware of it. Very it itches the same. I think that's why yeah. it's no shame. <laughs> yeah. All you guys that have facial hair, why? Laziness? Uh, the girls like it. Laziness? The girls you, like it? Yeah. I disagree. Do you have any mine idea? Mine it. Really? Mine, mine would leave me if I shaved this. She posted a picture of me without facial hair when I was 17 the other day. I was like, oh, my God. I look like a child. Because you were. You were 17. Yeah, I know. And now, but now you don't look like a child. Everybody says, like, Do you ever shave it off? No. No? no. Nope. Nope. I won't. I'll trim it, but that's about as far as I'll go. No, I got about, a lot of upkeep on I'm, this. I'm, this I'm talking about facial hair. We, we have an <laughs> animal in the Damon. audience. <laughs> you, should see his, you should see his new Harley out of control. Looks like a Cadillac. Cadillac on two wheels. It's unreal. Yeah. Nah, jeez. I don't know. It's, it's porcupine because it's young, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's two stops. weeks old. It stops Once after a few weeks. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Give it one more week. Don't touch it. And it will become one with you. 
and you won't even know it's there. Really? Mm -hmm. I had to clean up a little under here because mm -hmm. I put my head down and, and it stabs you. And I also have that with the, around the lips. It stabs yeah, the, me the, in the lips. If the mustache gets too long, it happens to me, and I'm sure it happens to other guys with beards, but uh, little hairs curl underneath your upper lip and into your mouth. And it is, it's just so aggravating. So what do you do? You cut them? What I, he does, he takes I his lighter and he touches pull it them out. If, if it's, if it, if <laughs> this I whole am, thing is a painful I'm thing. I'm telling you, if I'm nowhere near a razor or anything like that, and like I, I did it at work a couple of weeks ago, there was, I had two that were just in the corner of my mouth and I was like, I can't take it anymore. Yank them out. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts, but. Yeah, this is going. Hurts no. I don't know if you it's going to make it. it all the way through. I'm trying to make it through. I've, I've tried this every year. I last like not even a week, and then I can't you stand it. But this is the longest I ever went. We're, we're uh, what is today? It's very today. distinguished. Today is the nineteenth. Get that salt and pepper thing going on. So I get, yeah. What if I ended up? What if it was all black? I think you should dye it white. Go for the Go wizard the other beard. Way. White beard, the Steve Saka thing. Yeah, <laughs> the Steve Saka thing going on. I don't know. I don't know if it'll last. So look me a little of Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, the dude. Oh, the dude. Really? That's not good. Uh, next week, uh, you could have been a contender. Cigars that didn't make it to the contenders pack. We're going to talk. I think we got a total of 25 cigars, great cigars that came out this year. Uh, and one of them will smoke during the show. The following week, December 3rd, care packages go on sale. So this is a cigar from the care package. Actually, both cigars we had today in the yep. care package. Uh, 19.99 gets you four cigars, including shipping. Unbelievable deal. We have 500 people that are on it. We're going to open it up to 1,000 or... Um, if, the, if we reach 1,000 before the end of the, end of the year, if we don't, we're going to stop it off at the end of the year anyway, wherever we uh, end up. So that'll go on sale on December 3rd. We'll tell you uh, it's time to start ordering, and you'll go to thecigarauthority.com, and that's where you can click and get on to that. Moving ahead to Christmas Eve, we're going to do uh, the show not on Christmas Eve, and that's just a gift I have for all you guys. Not to actually have to do that. We're going to tape the show on Thursday, December 22nd. We can't do it on Wednesday because that's the ash holes. So we'll do it Thursday, December 22nd from 5 to 7. And we're going to pair cigars with music. So you guys are musical guys. And I say that because Dave Burke does a podcast. If you've never heard it before, it's called Cigar Jukebox. And I've been on the show a few times. And you're going to actually do the yep. show soon. Absolutely. Uh, very, very interesting that he tells you in advance that we're going to smoke this cigar, and I want you to pair it with four or five different, different songs as you smoke the cigar. So going through that process, you know, you, just like pairing, we're saying, okay, we're going to pair it with food, or we're going to pair the cigar with li certain liquors or things like that, you're going to look for something that matches. And um, very interesting process, and you're going to do it for the first time. The second time, you get it. You know, because you'll he'll he'll play. Well, I've listened to both the three the three times yeah. you've been on, and it, it I, I think I have a handle on yeah. what I'm going to do. Different than you, because you like to use the the lyrics or the, I'm sorry, the song title to match up to the even name the, of the cigar. But even the music, even the the song to it, that even though some of them were from from different types of music genres, yeah, yeah they, they, still they kind of matched up. So By the way, I think I nailed it. You did very good. So I nailed it. Very if we good. were doing that now with this cigar, we would do Big Balls by ACDC to go with this cigar. There we yeah. go. <clears throat> that wouldn't make sense. So I did um, on the show, and you can go on to um, cigarjukebox.com, and you'll see uh, 
the, the last episode, uh, it'll have my name up on it, and you hear what it's all about. So anyway, we're going to bring him on. Uh, he's from Australia. Uh, he originally from the United States, so he speaks English. They speak English anyway, but sure. not what you... <laughs> but he's not going to put another shrimp on the bomb. No, he doesn't course. sound like that at all. And um, I've been saying to him, I'm going to have you on the show, I'm going to have you on the show, but their time difference is so crazy different. It's the other side of the world that when we were doing the show, and it was probably like 4 in the afternoon or something, it was 8 a.m. Oh, wow. for him. So we're going to have him on on a show like that that we start at 5 o'clock. It's going to be 9 a.m., but tough. You know, I remember we used to do the show at 10 o'clock yeah, and stuff. And, very tough. You know, depending on what you're smoking and you're starting to power smoke early on. Um, you know, sometimes he says, I get, I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and do a show, depending on he's got a guy in California or something doing the show with him. So... Um, It'd be an interesting show anyway. And the end of the year wrap-up, which is uh, New Year's Eve. Also, I'm not going to keep you guys uh, on that day. We'll, we'll tape that show on. See how he makes it sound like he's doing us a favor? <laughs> he doesn't want to work on yes, New I Year's do. Eve. <laughs> I will be working. So will you. That's true. We'll be working. <laughs> we will. So uh, that'll be 5 to 7 on the 29th, and uh, we'll have the wrap-up of the year. What a year it was. we got a lot to talk about on that show. So... Uh, uh, January 7th will be the Cigar of the Year announcement. We'll say uh, what it ended up being. Uh, we're moving that ahead. Usually we do that on Super Bowl Saturday. We move that up only because we had to move up everything, uh, everything else. else. So we'll have enough information by then. By the way, if you want to be part of the judging of the Cigar of the Year, you grab a uh, contenders pack. You go on to the CigarAuthority.com. You'll see the contenders pack that are there. You buy one in there. There's an email address where you'll have smoked all your cigars, then made your decision because you have to actually smoke them all. You can't have smoked three of them and make your decision. You've got to have them all. So that's the rules on there, and that's uh, what the calendar looks like. Right now, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be Debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. And pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Wait for it. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, airplane etiquette. The Debonair way to fly. Before you even board an airplane, it's imperative that you arrive to the airport extra early, at least by two hours, to allow ample time to check in your baggage and go through security check. This will also afford you extra time to arrive at your boarding gate early and enjoy a meal or beverage. As you board the airplane, please go directly to your seat. Place your carry-on bag in the storage stow above your seat, and if you notice anyone around you having difficulty storing their baggage, be a gentleman and lend them a hand. Quickly get into your seat and avoid crowding the aisle. Once seated, if you're in the middle seat, you have rights to both armrests on your left and right-hand sides. If you must make or receive a phone call before taking off, please keep your voice low and your conversation quick. If sitting next to a stranger and they're busy in their work or simply want to rest, let them be. 
adjusting your chair. If you're going to be reclining your seat back, please be a gentleman and let the passenger behind you know you're planning to recline your seat. Most aircrafts do not afford a lot of legroom and space, and they may have their feet stretched or a computer or even a meal on their table or tray. Your goal here is to be debonair, not a jerk. Do you have suggestions for airplane etiquette? We'd love to hear it. Simply send us a message on the Contact Us page at thecigarauthority.com. That is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I have one to add. Yeah? When they're about to board the plane, first class and priority goes first. Yeah. Everybody rushes to the gate. The person that right. shouldn't be there. Right. You're, you're in group number five. You're not going to last. Sit down. Right. Get I out had of a way. fight to go through for first class. First class problems. But right. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I would and like American to... Airlines, by the way, we flew. Oh, uh, yeah. I did it. Had the cheapest flights. <clears throat> yeah. Flight home, worst experience ever. Here worst crew ever. Told you. Told you. Yeah. Never again. I'd rather fly Spirit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, would, uh, I would add to Chuck's... Uh, air travel from the debonair perspective. If you happen to have a Bose uh, yes. radio in your hand, don't hand it to Mr. Jonathan and have him take the rap from the flight attendant when the Bose thing is your responsibility, Chuck. <laughs> it, it, it was the, they considered it the bomb. Right. They it <laughs> hey, the he, got, he got his when we were about to board the plane coming back yes. because they had to pat him down. And For a long time. It was a good half hour. Oh, yeah. With a with a Bose speaker, this Bose speaker. Oh man, they That's never rough. they never apparently saw one before, and let they me didn't tell know you. what it was. Well, oh, I also I compounded the problem by saying to Chuck out loud, "I told you not to touch that bomb before we got on the plane." Don't mess around. Oh, with oh. they they didn't think that was funny. Nope, there's no playing with them guys anymore. <laughs> so, uh, what's our early thoughts here in the pissed off Kristoff? Strong. Uh, my heart's beating a little faster yeah. than it was. So it's nicotine. Oh, it's yeah. high nicotine. I have some chard wood and pepper. Yeah, it's right along the lines of where I'm at. I got a little bit a of... A little meaty quality. A little bit of that grizzle, like something the edge of a steak that was cooked on the grill, a little bit of a high flame. And uh, I still got a little bit of sweetness in the background. Sweetness. A yeah. lot of black pepper with I've, a little bit of sweetness. I gotta find that sweetness, or I gotta have another Rice Krispie treat. It's one or the other. I think I'm going with the Rice Krispie treat. All right, let's go to break, and when we come back, a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way, and letters in the mailbag. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. 
You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. 
a blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Four Dominicana Cigar Studio today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. And despite the boys being away last week, we got letters. We have an insane story in the asylum. And guess whose birthday it is? Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. It is Derek's birthday yesterday. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. What number are we? Uh, 26. 26. He's a child. Almost he dead. Is, he's a child, 26 <laughs> years old. You're closer to 50. I know. I, I know, and that's the thing. I keep, like at 25, okay, I'm half half 50, and now I'm like, okay, it's coming. It's yeah, you may as well start picking out burial 25, plots. Tw- the 20s are fun and games, and then the 30s are trying to figure out what you're going to do, and then 40s, you start making a lot of money. Yep. Uh, but she's 26. I started Two Guys Smoke Shop when I was 25. And uh, I didn't know anything. Now he's so, 100. Yeah. He knows everything. I feel like yeah. I'm 100, here for sure. <laughs> uh, so happy birthday. What'd Thank you. What did you do special? Last night, we went out to a hibachi grill, Japanese hibachi grill, and uh, I got some sake sprayed in my mouth, and that was, that was pretty fun. I've never had that happen before, so that was interesting. Barry uh, gets sake sprayed in his mouth all the time. He goes, pays extra for that. Yeah. Is it, is it sake, though? Did sake bombs in Miami. Really? That was a good time. Wow. Yeah, no, and they did the whole cooking in front of you bit and the... the onion volcano, onion I saw. Volcano. Yeah, that was yep. pretty cool. Yeah, and you can really feel the heat when they do that, too. It really it surprises It's fire. You. It is fire. And you're sitting with people you don't know? Uh, there were two other people that were sitting next to us that we didn't know, yeah. but um, that, that was it. It yeah. was uh, myself and uh, Haley and a couple other friends of ours. Okay. And then those two other weird people that we didn't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. J, do we have uh, anything in the mailbag? We certainly you... do. All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Greetings. I just got engaged again. Parentheses. I marry every five or six years. It's how I get rid of half of my stuff. There we go. Anyway, I'm in California, and it's next to impossible to find an outdoor venue that allows cigar smoking. If I find one, could you recommend a cigar, medium intensity, that is not expensive uh, because of poor quality, but reasonable and good quality? I worry my pals might get too familiar with the wine and cocktails and might not appreciate the difference between a great cigar that cost me $20 a stick and a good one that might cost less. Hope that doesn't sound cheap of me, or do I hire a cigar roller? Any thoughts? I am buying for 50-plus people. Love the program. Uh, just found it working backwards on podcasts. So uh, I would say you, can't, you really can't go wrong with just about anything. Perdomo. Yeah. Uh, his Habano series. Good, really good value. Good value. You're looking at uh, 6 to $8 in the Habano line. Uh, and the sun grown is straight down the middle medium. Here in California, you're, you're adding about 30%. That's a Pretty good point. Pretty soon, you'll be adding 67%. Just go uh, over the border to another state that has a lot yeah. lower tobacco tax. Uh, you, My God. If you can find, we, there are a couple of shops out in California that carry La Giana. You can get that uh, reasonably yeah. priced. La Galera. La Galera is another good one. Contender for the cigar idea. The Habano, medium body. You go to the Connecticut, a little lighter. Um, 2283, Florida Lorraine. 
even Padron with their thousand series, yeah. you're looking at two and three thousand. Little, little plus, little medium plus on, on that. the Maduro. But if you get the natural, it's medium. Yeah. yeah. So Asylum is a good value. They got a five by fifty in that five dollar range here with no tax. So you'd be looking at six seven dollars for an Asylum. Yeah. And they come in boxes of fifty, so you get a box discount. Uh, so that might be the best. There we buy. go. There we go. That box might be fifty. The best buy. What when you when you're buying for a whole bunch of people? I tend to go light anyway because. You guys that like full-body cigars, if somebody gave you a mild cigar, there's a party going on, you're smoking it. Of you're course. okay with it, right? Of course. Yep. But if, we, if there was a um, – we all got together and you're getting 50 guys together and some of them don't smoke cigars, and we gave the pissed-off Kristoff, for instance. <laughs> you better get the mop ready. <laughs> yeah. Some people <laughs> no. aren't – you know, this is not where you want to start. Just no. a warning for everybody. Really nice, well-made cigar. Look how perfect it is, burning and everything really like that. Good. But this is not an amateur cigar. You've got to be a pro. You've got to really – uh, enjoy cigars and full of body cigars that get to something like this. So uh, go light. Um, Lacey K in uh, Facebook Live said that thank goodness she had a big breakfast. Sweetness and black pepper. She's enjoying the pissed off Kristoff. Wow. Awesome. A girl. I feel, I feel so inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> I just never could do it all these years. The, the real full body stuff, man. I'm smoking it, but it's strong. To be honest, it's I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I got the shakes a little bit. I'm a little nervous. Mr. J goes for Rice Krispie treats in between. Pass me some more Rice Krispie yep. treats. Are you going to pretend like you didn't partake I on the, did. on the well, way by? Of course by. I did. I would have <laughs> even if it was a mild cigar. I was just eating it because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a little, little something in between. Um, you know, have a little sugary type thing. Or, um, even like lemonade or something you're drinking with. Something I, uh, with some sugar in I'd it. I'd like to have some lemonade right now. Okay, uh, right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. On September 20th of this year, Governor Jerry Brown signed a bill into law to regulate cow farts. Nothing? I heard that he wants diapers on the cows. By 2030, emissions must be reduced by 30%. California produces 20% of this country's dairy, and many say it's an attack on the dairy industry. Consumers in the end, of course, will have to pay for these regulations as prices will begin to rise almost immediately to cover the expense of the proposed backpacks used in Argentina to collect the methane, which is converted into energy later. Other sources of methane include... So it's the gas and not the product... That comes out is the it's problem. It's the gas. It's really? The gas. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the product that comes out. Regulate cow farts. Okay. <laughs> Not something else. It, it's it, it's so ridiculous. It's it's well, comical. But let's look at other yeah. sources of methane, which include microbes in the ocean, volcanoes, which are the largest one, <laughs> landfills, hydroelectric dams, composting, and every animal on the planet produces methane. None of which are under regulation from this law, including also, you. Including you. Mm-hmm. I, Animal I, you. I, I refer produce, to them as methane cuddles. I, 
92 to 98% of methane produced by cows comes out of, of all places, their mouths. If Jerry Brown had spent a little more time getting to know the cow before he stuck his head up his ass, he might have discovered this tidbit on his own. Who knew that politicians and cattle had so much in common? And I'm referring to the hot air coming out of their mouths. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. I did hear that story. A California retailer came in uh, to visit, and he was uh, complaining that uh, the prices, he's near wine country, and all the prices are going up like crazy because they're putting diapers on cows. And I'm like, this is not true, right? And um, backpacks, they're putting backpacks. Backpacks, they call them? Backpacks, and it collects the... That's a nice word for it, backpack. Fills up with gas. It's kind of funny looking. Wasn't there a commercial where there, there were happy cows... Wasn't that it was some cheese commercial? I think. Are they going to put diapers on those cows now in the commercials? No, backpacks. I, I think. I think. I think that Dave, in his mind, saw diapers. But I, I see think diapers. He told me diapers. Everything. Everything that I saw, because I did a little research on this one, was backpacks. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't right. You? I mean, it's very interesting. Very regulating cow farts. You know what was very interesting? We were passing out the Rice Krispie treats. I had one of the Rice Krispies that was actually shaped like Donald Trump. Could, could I get money for that? The Donald Trump Rice Krispies. Should have put it on eBay. <sighs> I ate it, but I shouldn't have ate it. A little late for that. Yeah, yeah. should have saved it. The Donald Trump So it had a bad crispy. comb over? Where are you going yeah, with this? Was it a little orange? Yeah. Like a Rice Krispie. It's a little orange. Okay. Uh. So go back to a mailbag. All right. This uh, message was also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hey, guys. I'm a newer cigar smoker, and I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to your podcast. It's very helpful. What I'm looking for is a really mildly powered cigar. Flavor is a must, but I could do without some of the horsepower. Thanks for any suggestions. Uh, Pissed off Christoph is not for you. But uh, Christoph has the Connecticut, Connecticut, and that is is very good. Uh, I would rather be smoking that right now. In the... um, in the contenders pack, that CLE shell. Uh, when I got that blind, I gave it a big, big rating. Uh, we haven't seen that in the magazine yet, but that what's, was what's that, that was new Nick Melillo Connecticut shade one? That's uh, a, the <coughs> Charter Oak. Charter Oak. Charter Oak Connecticut is also yeah. good. A lot of flavor to that. A lot so of flavor on that. Yeah. Listen, if you don't mind buying from uh, us, or if you can find it out there, it's a, it's in a few shops. Garofalo, Connecticut. Lots of flavor, and it is not a powerhouse by any stretch. But it, it's like smoking a white pepper milkshake. Yeah, there's a lot out there, a lot of good stuff. This, so right now, is this is it. This is the this chance is the for value. This is the time to buy. Davidoff if you has were a stock, a, buy, sell, or trade, buy. Right. Buy, buy, buy. Uh, Davidoff has that signature series. The Toro is the mildest Davidoff I've smoked in a long time. Not that Davidoff isn't mild, but they've been slowly, yeah, the strength has been like ramped up over Davidoff. years. That takes it back 10, 12 years. And boy, was that phenomenal. It's, it's up there. Yeah, 20 bucks a stick, but yeah. very good. It's up there. Very good. Okay, it's time to take uh, go for the Classic 3-Way. Who, who's the champion here? I am. Mr. Jonathan's a champion. We're going to get to the Wait, Classic. you weren't here last week. How are you a champion? You guys got to have a practice round last week, but you can't dethrone a reigning no. champion just but, because you want to. Okay, let's have it. You've heard of epic rap battles. Oh, work, work, one over the world. 
But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Ah, we just this, fu- this just in, folks. The <laughs> Lotus Duke at sixty nine ninety nine also features a built in cigar rest. The uh, the place where you put your thumb to ignite has yeah. a little curvature to curvature. it. Curvature, perfect for resting your cigar down when I'm about to do some paperwork and not reach for the ashtray because I don't want to put it in the ashtray right now. Pretty oh, cool, wow. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Didn't know that. Okay, so this is uh, closest without going over. Mr. Jonathan is our champion. I have uh, six different birthdays celebrating today. So you got lots of chances to uh, dethrone. Mr. Jonathan, to you, today is the birth date of Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein, fashion designer recognized for revolutionizing men's underwear. Known for his red carpet runway looks and ready-to-wear accessory lines, he enrolled in Fashion Institute of Technology in New York, but never graduated. Despite his two marriages to women, he is a gay man and came out of the closet very much later in life. Today is Calvin Klein's birthday. All right, I'm going to use a little logic on this from the movies using Back to the Future. Uh, They went back to 1955, and I think that that was paying homage to Calvin Klein himself he was born in 1955. 55. I want to cry foul. He's going to know this because, you know, be yes. a gay man and all. Sure. Uh, 1943. 43. <clears throat> I said 62. 62. And everybody is over. 43, you said it was 42. Ooh. Close, but no cigar. No points there. I'm still but, the champion. But over to you, Barry Stein. Today is Jodie Foster's birthday. <clears throat> Movie actress who first gained fame her role as teenage prostitute in the film Taxi Driver. Also gay. She won an Academy Award for Best Actress in a performance of The Accused. You know who somebody was in of The Accused. Uh, and Silence of the Lamb. Woody. That's right. Um, she had starring roles in Contact, Anna the King, and Panic Room. Jodie Foster, born today, what year? 1961. 61. I said 61, too. I'm going to go with 1958. 58. Do you have that written 61. Down? Okay, we have two points here. 61, 61. You both get a point. Wow. Damn it. <clears throat> so it's 62, by the way. So Barry gets a point. Derek gets a point. Mr. Jonathan has been dethroned so far. But it's over to Derek. You don't have okay. to be so excited. <laughs> Derek, ready. Meg- Ryan, Meg Ryan, Meg movie Ryan. actress who also starred in several romantic comedies, including Sleepless in Seattle, Addicted to Love, and You've Got Mail. I'll have what she's having. Remember that? Yeah, the, I, re- I remember. Okay. The, I remember. The orgasm scene. There we yep, go. I, yeah. Vividly. Um, Born today. Harry met Sally. What year? 1970. 70. Mr. J. 60. 60. 
my math is way off. I deducted from the wrong year, so I'm going to go. Uh, I'm 69 is my birthday, and I'm going to go 68. 68. Mr. Jonathan will take the point. He said 60. It's 61. So we have a three-way tie. And I'm still the champion. And we're going to Barry Stein. We're going to Barry Stein. Larry King. Ooh. Larry King, TV show host, radio interviewer, author, uh, columnist who gained widespread. We're going the, to Seattle. In the Larry King show. He was made for the parole. He changed his last name from Zeger to King because the boss said he felt that Zeger was too ethnic. Married seven times. Larry King. Born today, what year? 1936. 36. 38. 38. 30. 30 for the point, Mr. <sighs> J. It's 33. You had that written down, right? No right messing there. around. Just checking on you. And I don't have Rudy texting me either, so... And Barry, cover your screen there. No, anybody giving you some answers? No, nobody is. Okay, Derek, it's to you. I'm ready. <clears throat> Jack Dorsey, entrepreneur. On March 21st, 2006, he sent the first ever tweet when he wrote, "Just sending out my Twitter." He co-founded Twitter and returned to the company in 2015 and named CEO for the second time in 2010 he launched Square and left Twitter he was offered uh, a mobile a multiple payment solution that allowed vendors to charge consumers for their iPhone with um, the Square he turned down an offer for Mark Cuban Zuckerberg Zuckerberg, to purchase Twitter but he didn't sell one today, Jack Dorsey, Mr. Twitter. I'll say 1980. 1980. It's the same answer I have. 80. I have 81. 81. Down. You're all over. 76. Wow, he's older than I am. I thought he was a youngin'. Oh. He's pretty young. <coughs> born in 76, and he's probably I was born in 78. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah. yeah. Hundreds. <laughs> okay, we have Mr. Jonathan, the two points. We have Barry at one, Derek at one, and we have one question left. Okay. Nobody unless they get a, a direct two points, can actually dethrone him. But you can tie him. And this goes to Mr. J. One, uh, two, three, four, yep. five, six. Question Derek. six would be Derek. Derek. Okay. Ted Turner, <clears throat> entrepreneur, media mongol who founded CNN, the Turner Broadcasting Network, pioneered the idea of a superstation on cable television. He was nicknamed the Mouth of the South, Captain Outrageous. He married actress and fitness guru Jane Fonda, and who is the daughter of legendary film actor Henry Fonda. Ted Turner, born today. What year? 1947. 47. 32. 32. 33. 33 for the point. 38 is the answer. And we have a tie with oh. uh, Mr. Jonathan and Barry, but Mr. Jonathan is... The champion still, and that's the Classic Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars, available at your favorite cigar shop. Speaking of classic, now you're talking about a very inexpensive $3 cigar, um, mild, medium, and full-bodied blends that are out there. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. You have a tiebreaker. Your birthday. Today? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, 1975. 
I'm doing the math. Two yeah. points. Wow. Two points. Hey, wow. 41. I wrote down that he was 41 years old. <clears throat> this is why I don't even play, because it wouldn't be fair to these guys. I study people's birthdays. I can just look and... That's pretty damn good. Is that impressive? <sighs> yeah, you're, you're the next Nesta Miranda. Come on. Congratulations. Nesta Miranda, the, the best basketball shooter in the country. Every shot he's ever taken, he's made. It's true. Which is one. It's true. One shot. How far was that shot again? It was, I would say, here to the speaker. Wow. Right? Yep. Boom. That's a guy with talent. Right in. He said, how do you do this? I told him. He went, boom. He's the most interesting man in cigars. Yeah. Really? Just ask him. Yeah. Just ask him. Okay, uh, what do we got for time? We actually yet? got told by Dos Equis he had to stop referring to himself as the most interesting man. They told him to stop? They sent a letter. The wow. law firm sent him a cease and desist. Wow. Mm. So we can refer to him as that, though? We can, yes. Okay. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. He has all those animals all over his uh, office. Yep. So does he still? Still does. We were there uh, the second day of our honeymoon. Yeah. They had breakfast for us at Miami Cigar, and all the animals are still in the war room. The war room. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, we just got about a minute left. What do we think of this pissed off Kristoff? Very pissed off. Yeah. 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 If pissed had an incarnate object in front of me, it would be this. How I would say Kristoff always looked like it was a very full-bodied cigar, but it was straight medium, regular Kristoff, medium-bodied cigars. They have a Kristoff uh, Connecticut, a little lighter than that. But finally they came out with something that looks like it's supposed to be strong because it is strong, and they named it. I think the name is fantastic. I do. Perfect. Oh, I, do well. I think it's Love great. It. Yep. Perfect. It's Everyone very... always compliments the name. They're like, that's a great name. It is. Pissed it's off Kristoff. It's a very meaty smoke. You got uh, a little bit of the char that we're all picking up on, I believe. Yep. Um, I'm still getting just a hint of that wine. Yep. The sweetness. Like it's uh, almost, almost like it was aged in a, uh, a wine barrel. At the halfway Some point, of the tobacco. I give it an 8 out of 10 on strength. I give, it a, I give it an 11.4 out of 10. Yeah, it's an 11 on, on, on the scale of 1 to 10. I'm going to go... What's s- stronger than this? Seriously. Onyx. Onyx. No yeah. way. Uh, Hoya de Nicaragua, the Antonio. That's up there. That's up there. right there with it. They're side by Some side. Some of the Dominicanas, this. You know, so you've got a bunch of people sitting in the... Debonair Maduro, I would say, is stronger. I can do or the, as strong. I can do the Maduro. The natural, to me, is more powerful. But Phil was saying... How come you can, you can like the Maduro? There's a little sweetness in the Maduro wrapper that calms it down and I can get through it. I'm actually not going to finish this. There's no doubt about yeah, it. I'm not no going to make believe like I'm going to. I actually think Debonair's a little bit stronger than this. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, that's it. Next week, the FDA forces us to put the contenders of the cigar of the year pack together uh, before August 8th. So we did. Um, but new cigars have still emerging, and uh, we're gonna, they're hitting the shelves, and some of them are actually fantastic. You know, we were worried about some cigars were going to um, be, be rushed. rushed yeah. uh, they're, they're fantastic. They're coming out, and it's not what I expected. Really good cigars. So we're going to talk about them. We'll go through cigars that could have been contenders, cigars that did not make contenders status, but maybe should have. Next week, right here on the Cigar Authority, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the past two hours, which is more than feasible, always remember when you're smoking your pissed-off Kristoff to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie. 